You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, it's Mike with the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. We're just reading the Bible like it makes a difference. Thanks for joining me here today. This is not exactly related to the episode and the chapters today, but I thought it was important to talk about. What was the most like memorable meal that you had? It was delicious or the environment was particularly amazing or the service was particularly good. I can I can think of a couple. I remember on our honeymoon, my wife and I enjoyed a an amazing meal um, there. I remember uh, eating on the beach once with some fresh seafood. That was amazing. I, I there I had these highlights right of of these meals that were particularly good. Not every meal is like that, right? Sometimes it's just a salad. Sometimes it's just you know what I ordered pizza. Sometimes we just cooked some chicken nuggets. And others are, you know, perfectly nice, but it, it, you know, I, I don't necessarily remember anything about it. It was a delicious meal, but it, you know, I don't really remember it. And that's okay. That doesn't stop us from eating, right? <laughs> like we understand not every meal can be a winner. Not every meal can be a, oh, wow, I'm going to rem- remember this for the rest of my life. Oh, this meant so much to me. Not every meal is like that. Why do we put the same sort of pressure on the Bible? Why do we expect every time we open the Bible, it's just going to be this, oh man, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. This is the first day to the rest of my life with this new understanding, new insight, new wisdom, a new fresh life ahead of me because I read this. Because if we don't experience that, then we feel like we missed something, right? We feel like we wasted our time. We feel like, like well, what's the point? And that's just Satan talking. That's not, that's not real. We got to instead treat it like a meal where it's like, you know what? That was good. It's okay if it didn't change my life. <laughs> I mean, the Bible, reading the Bible on the whole should change your life. But every time you sit down to read, it may not be a mind-blowing experience. And that's okay. Keep reading anyway. Keep eating anyway, even if the meal isn't the next best thing that you're going to tell all your friends about. That's okay. Stay faithful. Here at the Out Loud Bible Project podcast, I hope that we make reading the Bible um, just a fresh experience for you. And um, I, I hope that that there can be some takeaways. I know I always wrap up with a thinking out loud thought for the day at the end of each episode. But honestly, we cover so much in one episode, even though if it's, it might be a shorter episode, we, there's still so much to talk about. We can't possibly pull out everything to apply. But if, if the thinking out loud thought for the day is of service to you and gives you something to think about and chew on, great. If you get something completely different from it, from the episode, great. Honestly, tell me about it. I'd love to hear it. Um, There's just so much here. The Bible is rich. There's a whole lot to dig up and uncover and and make part of our life. But it's okay if it's not a big mind-blowing experience that, that changes your life forever because of this one very moment.
Let's take the pressure off of reading the Bible and just do it faithfully like we eat meals, shall we? Just felt like I needed to share that. We can get back into the Psalms here. We're talking about David and the book of Psalms. And I hope it's been clear as we've read through the Psalms how much David depended on God for every good thing and and protection from every bad thing. And he knew what it was like to be the king and have everything provided for him. And he knew what it was like to be a refugee with nowhere to hide. But with few exceptions, David trusted God through everything. And I get it. You'll be like, well, of course, Mike, I get you have to trust God, but I'm not David. Well, it's okay, fair. But David didn't have anything you can't have when it comes to a relationship with God. It all boiled down to one thing, fear of God. You may have even heard that last episode. It came up a couple times in Psalm 35, the fear of God. That doesn't mean fear like being afraid of God, although if you are opposing him, you should be afraid. But fear of God means a mix of utter humility when you compare yourself to him and awe when you consider how powerful he is. And if you go about your life with this understanding and attitude toward God, everything starts to make sense and you find yourself safe when others are in danger and you find favor when others fear. Let's see the power of fearing God today in Psalms 36 and 37. Psalm 36. A revelation is within my heart about the disobedience of the wicked. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for he flatters himself in his own eyes. Too much to detect and hate his sin. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He's ceased to be wise and to do good. He plots iniquity on his bed. He sets himself in a way that's not good. He doesn't abhor evil. Your loving kindness, God, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. God, you preserve man and animal. How precious is your loving kindness, God. The children of men take refuge under the shadow of your wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the abundance of your house. You will make them drink of the river of your pleasures. For with you is the spring of life. In your light, we see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you, your righteousness to the upright in heart. Don't let the foot of pride come against me. Don't let the hand of the wicked drive me away. There, the workers of iniquity are fallen. They're thrust down and shall not be able to rise. Psalm 37. Don't fret because of evildoers. Neither be envious against those who work unrighteousness, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in God and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Also delight yourself in God and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to God. Trust also in him and he'll do this. He will make your righteousness shine out like the light and your justice as the noonday sun. Rest in God and wait patiently for him. Don't fret because of him who prospers in his way. 
because of the man who makes wicked plots happen. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Don't fret. It only leads to evil doing. For evil doers shall be cut off, but those who wait for God shall inherit the land. For yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Yes, though you look for his place, he isn't there. But the humble shall inherit the land, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord will laugh at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy, to kill those who are upright on the path. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous has, than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but God upholds the righteous. God knows the days of the perfect. Their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be disappointed in the time of evil. In the days of famine they shall be satisfied, but the wicked shall perish. The enemies of God shall be like the beauty of the fields. They'll vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and don't pay back, but the righteous give generously. For such as are blessed by him shall inherit the land. Those who are cursed by him shall be cut off. A man's steps are established by God. He delights in his way. Although he stumble, he shall not fall. For God holds him up with his hand. I've been young, and now I'm old. Yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All day long he deals graciously and lends. His offspring is blessed. Depart from evil and do good. Live securely forever. For God loves justice and doesn't forsake his saints. They're preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouth of the righteous talks of wisdom. His tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watch the righteous and seek to kill him. God will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he's judged. Wait for God and keep his way, and he'll exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I've seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green tree in his native soil, but he passed away, and he was not. Yes, I sought him, but he couldn't be found. Mark the perfect man and see the upright, for there's a future for the man of peace. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from God. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. God helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they have taken refuge in him. Let me read the definition of the fear of God that I mentioned earlier. The fear of God means a mix of utter humility when you compare yourself to him and awe when you consider how powerful he is. And if you go about life with this understanding and attitude toward God, everything starts to make sense and you find yourself safe when others are in danger and you find favor when others fear. What a great promise from David in his old age. I've never seen a righteous person forsaken and going begging. The fear of God really is the best insurance plan. 
That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.